What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Miriam Dorsett, who's the founder of Quoka. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. It's going along one day at a time. I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, t- today, we're, we're chatting about, about what you're working on, so everyone listening can kind of learn more. So, so let's kind of get into it. For those that haven't heard of your company, haven't heard of Quoka, what are you working on? What is Quoka? So Quoka is the anonymous messaging club for founders and entrepreneurs. It's designed to increase your mental health. And uh, it's my main focus at the moment as a solo founder. It's my company's first product that we're going to be bringing to market, scaling and seeking investment for. So walk me through a little bit about kind of um, kind of how it works, a little bit of like the user experience um, of, of what's built. If you're still building it, kind of what will what what someone would be able to do with the, with the product, Quoka. Yeah, thanks, and thanks for having me on. So Quoka right now is available for people to join. It's private testing. We're not trying to do anything. Get a hundred thousand users at the moment. I'm a non-technical founder. It's not scalably built at this time, but eventually it will be. Right now, if you join, you can message with other members of the club anonymously. So to the point where I don't even see someone's phone number. You set up your own handle, uh, and your message comes in. I read it. I read every single message that comes into Quilka at this time. And then based on the preferences that a member has set when they join, it routes that message to the members that it would apply for. So walk me through a little bit about kind of the origin story here. How'd you kind of come up with the idea and like, you know, how'd you get started with the company? Yeah, thank you. Quoka has come a long way. When I first launched it, it was called Project IB. I was inspired by a series of synchronous events and thought that, wow, wouldn't it be cool if we could use technology to kind of make more happy moments happen, a random acts of kindness, if you will. Uh, Sometimes I think that technology is not always built to support our humanity. And so Quoka in a lot of ways is my artistic project to do that to build technology that is very supportive of our humanity, which I think is important. So at first it was just sending in random messages that were kind and then I would exchange them out. I was using WhatsApp broadcast list. Eventually I I got a lot of positive feedback from that experience. I went 
through a boot camp called Navigate. And through that, I learned about going to market and putting together a strategy for it. I had to narrow down my target market. I was all over the place. I wanted to help veterans with their mental health. I wanted to help single moms. I felt like doctors needed support because of COVID was happening. I mean, really everyone is worthy of mental health support. And founders, when I went to go through the customer journey and the pain point, I really didn't know what a day in the life of a veteran looked like. What does it mean to be a single mom? What are the pain points that they experience? I could guess and try to do my best, but kind of like when I'm painting, there's a moment of clarity where I know the painting is done or I've mixed the color that I'm going to use on a blank canvas. I had a similar moment with Cloca going through the target market niche process where when I talked about the day of a founder, I knew it like the back of my hand. I know the struggles that we go through as entrepreneurs. And it was so, so clear to me that I needed to start small with this group. It doesn't mean that eventually Quokka won't serve all of the people that it can. It just means that I'm following that best practice process to start small and grow and build and learn as I go along. And as you kind of navigate the, the stage of the company, which which so, so many people are in, right? It's like pre-seed, seed stage, um, you know, what have been some kind of learnings that you've come across in regards of just like company building, but also like truth seeking? Like, I think a lot of people in, in the pre-seed stage are just looking for like, what's the right thing to build for whom, what's the angle, et cetera. Um, what, what have you learned as you've been on that process of, of kind of early stage company building? Yeah, there's a few things to share. I mean, I'm very still early in the process, so my learnings are not all the way through. Doing user research, extremely important, right? Talking to users, is it something you hear a lot about? I think making sure that you are talking to them at the right stages is important too. Right now, I am focused on getting users and figuring out what my customer cost per acquisition is. I'm also doing user research interviews at the same time. So I'm asking questions, not so much about their experience using Quokka yet because they are not using it yet, but what is the problem that I'm trying to solve and validating that and understanding it deeper. And then building my landing page, I'm focused on that. And I this is a learning that I just had, so I'll share it. I was then once I launched my landing page, I was like, okay, perfect. Now I'm going to focus on my onboarding experience because you hear like, that's very important too. If you don't have a good onboarding process, you know, your startup's going to fail. And there's all of these things that you get information coming in on best practices. And I think it's important for a founder to kind of take everything with a grain of salt and really narrow in on like, where are you at? What is your story? What are you focused on? And nothing that anyone has done before in the past is ultimately for sure guaranteed to work for you, right? So I had to stop focusing on my onboarding process. My users that I had, it's such a small number and they're trickling in from the landing page that I'm not saying the onboarding process isn't important. It's that if I don't have users to really onboard, then who cares? Why am I spending energy focusing on that? I should focus on making sure that my landing page is converting at a number that is valued for like an investor, because that's my end goal. 
And then from there, once I know and we've got a continuous flow of users coming on, switch my focus to onboarding. If I had an entire team, that story would be different. Yeah, let's focus on onboarding and the landing page and the podcast and this and that and all at the same time. But I have to remember I'm only one person. And especially since I'm building a startup that's focused on mental health, mine has to be super on point. Like I can't be falling apart and stressed out and trying to build a startup that supports people with their mental health. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear you. And if you were to kind of look out into the future, like five, 10, 15 years, what would you say the big vision is for Quoka and kind of what, what's the world going to look like, you know, once it gets there? Right. Thank you. That's a great question. I mean, the North Star for Quoka is that founders are some of the brightest minds that we have on our planet. And we're facing really big problems as a global community. Founders are some of the best people that can solve them. We have grit, we have creativity, we work as a team, we want to solve problems, we enjoy that process. And if we don't have a safe place for founders to be, I don't think we're going to be in the best position to solve these greater problems. So Quoka is the foundation to then get to the larger challenges that I also want to solve. So five, 10 years from now, I want people to feel safe. I want people to have a higher mental health score than they currently do all around, not just founders, but everyone. The, one of the, the vision for my parent company, Hebor, which Quoka is a product of, is for all living creatures to feel safe. So that's kind of a crazy thing, but we'll get there. Hey, all, all, all visions start off, you know, sounding crazy, then founders, you know, build them into existence. Um, but in order for them to do that, like, it'll, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money, looking for customers or users? You know, how can we assist? Yeah. Thank you. I'm definitely looking to talk to founders and entrepreneurs about their mental health. I'm doing this in two ways. The first is through a live video interview if they want to get vulnerable with me on YouTube. And the reason I'm doing that is so that anyone else who's focused on solving this problem can have access to my research as well. That's how committed I am to this. It's not about me. It's about the problem getting solved. I really don't care who fixes it, to be honest, at this point. Do I think that I have the best chance at it? Sure, absolutely. I believe in myself. The other way, if they don't want to participate in a video interview is they can fill out an anonymous survey. So that is appreciated. And I'm sure we can send that out in the show notes or whatever, whatnot for them to link to. Uh, and anyone who does that gets a free trial to, to using Quoka and honest feedback on, on that is always appreciated too. And then if someone, you know, wanted to learn more, or find you online or kind of do any of those things, how would they find you online? Do you have a website? social media handle or account or like an email address? How can someone learn more? Yeah, I'm on all social channels from TikTok to Twitch. Uh, my most active, I would say, is probably my Instagram, mdorset with two Ts now. So mdorset now. But uh, yeah, I, I'm open DMs on Twitter, TikTok, everything. I'm all over. I like it from TikTok to, to, to Twitch. Uh, that's, uh, that's cool. Um, well, I yeah. appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing your vision with us. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck make, making this happen. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Matt.